on this week's episode. Is Valentine's Day for amateurs? We make the case. Do you like infomercials? Something about Mary and Cinderella's castle? Well, you will love our guest this week. Selena guarantees the red team will win the Super Bowl. Um, is that champagne? Yes, I love bubbles. This is Aaron Cook, and you're listening to Swag and Repeat. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Hey guys, it's Swag and Repeat. We're coming to you tape from Studio B at Expo Digital. I'm feeling Expo Digital today. Yeah, this place is great. I know, I love it. Yeah, we're learning a lot about it and making sure like the acoustics are good and not to hit on the table and bang on the table and stuff like that. So it's a learning curve. So thanks for hanging out with us and, and working it with us. Yeah, so today is episode 84. 84. It's the year of the Olympics? It's the year of 1984. Um, yeah, the Olympics happened. Yeah. yeah. Wow, David. Yeah. I know oh, my history. Well, yeah, because you were born. So <laughs> he was two and he was like, it's the year of the Olympics. Um, okay, so fun facts about 1984. And don't read my screen. And now that you could from here, Selena, I apologize. Um, okay, so let's go with how much did a VCR cost in 1984? This is a Panasonic. Panasonic. V- Pan- this is a Panasonic VCR in 1984. How much did it cost? Selena. And you can't say a VCR costs as much today. Because I don't know. Were you alive with VCRs? Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know. But I can't even guess. What goes into a VCR? A video cassette tape. A VHS. Yes. Okay. All right. So how much did it cost? This is completely guessing. $75. Excellent. David. 300 bucks. Okay. Wow. Aaron. 55. Okay, we're going to go with David. It was a range from 419 to 499. Expensive yeah. device, wow. guys. <laughs> it's like cutting edge then. Well, think about it. Like when the DVD uh, the DVR came out, how much was that? I mean, probably a couple hundred bucks, but $500 up now to $500. Way to you on the highway. I tell I you what. Well, this. <laughs> it, it got to a place where a Goodwill wouldn't even accept them or my TVs. Like <laughs> that's like, Go home, lady. Yeah. Go home, lady. <laughs> but that was that was a lot of that is a lot of money. Anything else, 84? Yeah, I mean, like we have... sports-related or something? Okay, for- sports-related, sure. So we talked about ads at the Super Bowl a couple couple weeks ago. Do you guys remember where your I ranges were? That, yeah. Okay, so in 1984, how much did a Super Bowl ad cost? David. Well, that was the Apple one, I think. Apple what? was like invented in 1984. So yes, that could be that could be accurate. So I want to say 250000 Aaron. A million. Selena. seven fifty. It was $368,000. It's a bargain to have an ad in the Super Bowl back in 84. Good That's year, though. so much money. It's, it is it is a lot of money. But you know what? I'm sure the return was well worth it back in 1984 to be able to be a part of the Super Bowl. Um, I will do one more. Guess what the song of the year was. Think about 1984. Who's popular? Who's the cool kid? Aaron, what do you got? George Michael. Okay. I want your sex. I shouldn't probably say No, that's that. perfectly yeah, fine. There you go. We're if not targeted towards kids. Or, or yeah. Prince. Yeah. Something Prince related. Okay. Well, we'll give you both. Go ahead, Selena. I know you weren't born, but hey, do you know anybody from the 80s? Okay. Just pick your most popular person. So her last name is Jackson, and I think her first name is Whitney. Okay. Those Whitney. are two oh, different people. No. You have Janet Dang Jackson. It. Janet Jackson. Okay. Is that who you'd like to go with? Yeah. Okay. Because Whitney Houston is the other. Dang David? It. I was trying. You know, I think it's it's Billie Jean Michael Jackson. Oh, that's also a good one. But I think of the female version of Michael Jackson, and who do you have? It's Madonna like a virgin. Oh, oh see, we're all we there should now. Have known. 1984 I facts thought with that Joe. Janet Jackson was the female version of Michael Jackson. I know. Thank oh, you. that does make sense. <laughs> <laughs> that absolutely does make sense. I was thinking like epic wise, but I, for so, me, Madonna was higher than Janet Jackson. I was obviously on the same on the right page. Yes, female empowerment. Absolutely, Selena. I and like, Whitney Houston kind of hit her thing maybe in the late eighties, early nineties. Well, and with Janet Jackson, bodyguard. She is 
the female version. I was close. I will say that I, I will stand corrected. Janet Jackson is literally the female <laughs> version of, of Michael Jackson. I'm thinking of idol wise. I think Madonna probably hit the peak there. She so, was big in the 80s. For fun sure. facts about 1984. Thank you for playing. Thank you so much. All right. Well, if this is your first time listening, where have you been? But thank you so much for <laughs> Dang, David. joining us. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast world. Yes. Yes. You're doing it right. So uh, we recap the networking events that cover Orlando's meeting and events industry. Uh, we have the fairy job mother here to tell us about jobs, chat about the breaking news topics and gossip within the meeting industry. And I think our favorite part, we always have guests and our guest today is Aaron Cook. Hi, guys. Good hey. morning. Thanks for having me. Happy yes. Friday. It's going to be a good show. I'm we already have, excited. It is. This is like one of the, the biggest pre-show Okay, like, so we did, we, we did, did. pre-party at 8 a.m. And I'll tell you okay. why. Erin yeah, walked in with, <laughs> it looked like she went shopping this morning at Disney. She had all kinds of fun things. And we're like, oh, let me help you with that. And then we realized that these were gifts. Now, we know that we're swag and repeat, and many of our guests have brought us some really, really cool stuff. I will say, and check out our Instagram page or our Facebook, some of this swag this morning is epic. Epic. And and Selena, why is is it so epic? It has my name on it. It has her name on it. (laughs) You guys. If it has my name on it, I love it. I always say people love things with your names on it, and this this is definitely true, and we all freaked out like small children. We got champagne flutes etched with hashtag swag and repeat on one side and you guessed it our name on the other yeah so your name is really hard to find at like those like at theme parks where they have like the mugs or ours something. are yeah not yeah, yours no Joe's david any. <laughs> david i can get anywhere yeah. you can get dave david davy however <laughs> Whatever, you want it like yeah. he doesn't understand the excitement yeah. on this side of the table because well, selena is, is not normally spelled yeah. the way that you spell you're very unique thank you you're so welcome see i, I teed that up for you Thanks. and joe i always am a man i have joe with with an e so so you here. always have to like scratch it off. Yeah, I, I'm like over here undoing the etch, like with a magic eraser. I'm like, no, 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 this is for me. It's Put fine. White out on it. We call something. this custom made. Thank you so much. So thank you so much, Erin, for coming in with guns ablazing here. Oh, you're welcome. Um, and, and she would never bring us a gift and not fill it. So of course. she brought us a little gift of some PJ, some Perrier Jouet. To which is not like a shabby champagne. That's uh, like no, some good stuff. No, what, like I feel great right paging now. Carlin <laughs> Tribble, paging Carlin Treble. Paging Carlin Treble. She is the. Um, if you don't know, she's the co-host of. Shams and Gossip, which is another podcast um, that we've actually, Selena and I have been on as, as guests, but she would totally fall in love with you right now. She would have a girl crush because Perrier Jouet, that's a that's a great brand. So thank you so much you're for this. Welcome. Just a dash of orange juice and we're off to the races. Here we go. All right. Well, if you're into this show and I know you're having a good time so far, maybe you want to catch the back catalog. You can find our old shows. You can also leave five-star reviews and share a podcast by subscribing to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Pandora. We're still on Amazon. They haven't started charging us. We'll stick around. But you know where most people find us? Facebook. It's Facebook. Yeah, we heard that really last SoundCloud, week from yeah. Um, yeah, Adrian Six. We asked her, I said, what platform do you listen from? And she said, uh, Facebook. Because I just click. It's really easy. So if you haven't joined our Facebook page, it's, mm-hmm. ha- it's Swag and Repeat. Hashtag? Hashtag swag. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I should know. It's hashtag swag and repeat. It's because I usually say it. So it's That's, hashtag oh, yeah, swag you're, and you're repeat. You're messing up the script. This week. I'm oh, sorry. Over the no, place. please take over from there. You're obviously the, the, the formality king. All right. Yeah. So you can you can keep up with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or follow us on Instagram, which is just where you really want to be. And it's swag and repeat as well. We'll make sure that we post our sweet swag from this morning. Yeah, that you're going to see all on the Instagram. That's more of like the day-to-day, the, the fun stuff. And, and the Facebook is more of the serious business stuff. I think. All business. Because we're yeah. super businessy. <laughs> business. yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> when they describe our podcast, they go, oh, it's super businessy. <laughs> but then they look at the Instagram page and they're like, oh, no. Not it's not a party. It's a party. <laughs> it's a party. 
So I'm one of your three hosts, Dave Bucklew, Buckle Hospitality. Joining me in front of me. Yeah. Kind of to my right. You I know guess. what? You're I'm a little right tilted. Here. Yeah, yeah tilted. fine. Yeah. I mean, we've had a, a tilted. Yeah. We've had a few glasses <laughs> of champagne. So. <laughs> but that's Selena Molinax of? Court Event Furnishings. Yes. A Berkshire Hathaway company. Who owns that Berkshire Hathaway company? Warren Buffett. And we have a good story about he him. He owns later, all the we? companies. Yeah. There's a list of like... Like 120 companies just under Berkshire Hathaway. Wow. That's just one. Company. Tell us one thing that's going on at court. What, what do you guys got going on? Oh, so I'm super excited. Um, I've been putting on together, I've been putting together this new presentation deck because we did one last year and it was amazing. So now we're doing a new one for 2021 and it's a style you're meeting, right? And mm-hmm. it's focused on 2021 and how now we have to be super safe on everything. And it's like you pick and choose. So we have like all the chairs and all the bar stools and all the tables and you just put it all together and it's perfect. And that's what I've been working on. Um, it'll be coming out shortly. One of the newest products that I'm super excited about is our hydraulic clear dividers. So we already had the freestanding yeah. and we had the bar top for registration and bars, but now we have hydraulic, which means you can put it all the way up at a bar table and it goes in between two people so you can safely converse with somebody on a 30 inch round but it can also go down on a sofa so you can sit on a sofa now or a love seat and be separated from people Cutting Love edge it. of court. What a time really, to be alive. I yeah. feel like your your pick this, choose this is like Sims, but for furniture. I, it's fun. Yeah, I like that. I have a question. Okay. And not that David's going to kill me. This is the right me. place to ask well, it. Well, I, I, I thought yeah. you might yell at me because we're not moving on, but you know, I, I, this we, is my problem. We have like three things in this in the script okay, today, good. so we're so going to have to fill it with stories like every this. Every year they talk about <laughs> the colors of the year. Pantone. Pantone. Does, yes. How much does that get incorporated? Like, do people really look at that? So, I know you come out with like a whole like line of it, but yeah, I mean we do. So what's interesting though is we develop our furnishings. It takes a couple of years mm-hmm. to actually design, manufacture, product test. We have a whole division, a team in our company that product tests furniture. Their job is to try to break it. So they'll like sh- jump on it, throw it against walls. Like they're trying to is break there their any product. For that? <laughs> right? It's so fun. The kids would be great. Yes. <laughs> That's a good idea. Santa. <laughs> Santa. Um, so it takes a few years. So we always have to be ahead of the curve. So we have to like know what Pantone is thinking two years before they're thinking it, um, which is why sometimes it's amazing and we're on it. And yeah. Um, like for example, this year, 2021, the colors are, I'm just going to say a yellow and a gray because sure. I don't know the real yep. names. But we have our Bowery chair that came out, which is like a yellow. It's mustardy. And of course, we have a whole set array of grays. And what's interesting and currently in a lot of the moon boards that I'm designing, obviously, I try to stick with red because core red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I have been tying in a lot of like yellow and gray for subliminal messaging. So mm-hmm. people think like, oh, they're on trend. Yeah. But they've always been there. It's just, it's interesting how you play with those. And I just asked our team to develop some mood boards for corporate and for corporate i still always go to either black white gray or i'll throw in like a royal blue yeah that's yeah. what makes it corporate. it's calming it's good yeah i feel like i was really ahead of the curve because my bedroom in high school was gray and yellow so i feel like i really had it going on a little can, chevron can we just there. talk about bedrooms in high school real all right quick? well i don't so, know well just so quite it, tangent. Is a, it is okay. a family show but so real quick because yeah, not really but i mean i keep it kind of clean but because so <laughs> what 15 16 years later my mom just developed pictures like developed pictures from a Polaroid or whatever a click a camera thing, like the click camera thing, the, the disposable, like real camera, like yeah. the old fashioned. You know, like she went to Walgreens yes. and got the pictures developed. Yeah, right. she just did that 15 years later, and they're all my. It's from my freshman year homecoming. Is that time frame? So it's like mm-hmm. Halloween and homecoming, all that stuff. 
And so in the background, you see my sisters in my room, and you know it's my room because I have pictures of the OC. By pictures, I mean posters, <laughs> things I ripped out of magazines and put up on the Tiger wall, beat. the entire wall. <laughs> and so I commented in my family group chat. I was like, oh, that's so funny. Why are you guys in my room? Like always because I'm the <laughs> oldest sister. And my baby sister, who's now, what, 21, I just will I ever, forever say baby, she was like, yeah, but your room is so iconic. What do you mean iconic? Uh, clearly, there was photos of the OC in there. So, what is iconic? So, anyway, high school bedrooms. That was quite the intro for you. Thanks. Selena. Yeah. That's Selena so, okay. to my right, uh, we have Joe Truitt of Expo Digital. Yeah, my room didn't have any of that, so I can't really compete. But yes, I am Joe Truitt with Expo Digital, business development manager of events. You know what I was thinking of? Like you're talking about old rooms from high school. You know, I had a waterbed. I, I, I had a waterbed. I'm a so teenager. glad you're bringing this up. Okay. And I had to explain <laughs> that to my son, and I'm like, you okay. don't see that anywhere. Do you know anymore. that they're back? Are they back? So, right. yes, I was in City Furniture, and <laughs> oh, rest in peace, City Furniture. Ugh. Anyway, side note on that. But we went to get a new mattress because we got a king bed because we were finally adults. And we went and they're you like, You got rid of the blow up mattress? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> okay, right, our camping job. mattress, our cots. <laughs> yeah, our futon is out. No, so we um, went in and the salesman actually started with a water bed. He's like, So I don't know if you guys, I don't know if he thought we were younger than we are, which I appreciate, but he goes, like, I don't know if you've ever seen one of these. And I was like, <laughs> uh, Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> until Thanks. I was like 10, everybody had one. But yeah, water beds are back. So I had Bring one because my, my it was leaking, so they didn't fix anything. Oh. <laughs> My chiropractor at the time told me I needed it. So I had a water bed because my back was bad. Every chiropractor in America said that because they were trying to sell water beds. They had a partnership. You're supposed to like take out those tubes and clear and refill water and like do stuff. No. Oh, that's a hard no. I never did. I did never did any of that. So mine was like not pretty inside. My sister had a water bed (laughs) when she had no money. Someone gave her one and it had a leak in it. Oh my God. Yeah. So every morning she would wake up wet. So she ended up having to duct tape it, the whole bed. Yeah. It was was pretty funny. Well, that's the funny thing is the salesman that was trying to sell us on the waterbed sat on the waterbed and then he had to walk around the rest of the store wet because it was leaking. So you did this to yourself, Brandon. Good job, Brandon. It's like they're trying to have Purple and Casper go out of business. I guess so. But we have a guest. We do. What are we, like 20 minutes into I the promise. show? We're, getting to we're the guest? meetings okay. and events experts up in here. <laughs> we're not time management experts. Yeah, no. But this is Aaron Cook, president and general manager of East Squared. Hi there. Good yes. morning. Thanks for having me. 30 seconds or less. Tell us what E-Square is. E-Squared. We're a full-service DMC, um, an event planning company. Um, pretty much soup to nuts. When people land, we handle all the logistics, transportation, theme parties, off-site events, team building, you name it. I want to get into your theme parties. I miss all of those things. Yeah. Did you guys just like cry a little bit when she yeah. said all of it? Aww. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I happened to talk to her the, I, was, I guess it was yesterday or maybe four days ago for the people listening at home. But yeah, you have some stuff coming up and some we do. big events oh, planned. We can't do. wait to dive into that. Yeah. You know, definitely most of our events have fallen off as everyone, you know, is mm-hmm. experiencing the same thing. But summer for us looks really busy. Love it. Like crazy busy. Oh. It's going to be normally, like, Yeah, like normally that. we're dead in the summer, but a lot of the corporate groups have rebooked. You, so. You've had enough vacation time. No one right. needs a summer. Right. I just so wonder now. if corporate thinks that because there's a pandemic that there's not a hurricane season. Oh, you know what? Good point. <laughs> we're know, not going to talk about no, that. No, we're, we're going to sign the contract anyone. first. No, we're no going to deposit. We'll just move them somewhere right. else. Again, yes. we I'm had, going to Disney World. We had all the hurricanes last year. We're good. I think we've met our quota. We deserve a good year. I think so. But yeah, for us, summer is busy and the fall is 
is looking good. And next year, I feel like the floodgates are going to open. Once the vaccine gets out there, uh, next year is looking pretty good for us. I love that. This is exciting. I can't wait to get back to work. Yeah. Enjoy the next three months. Relax a little bit. And then, bam, June, you're going to be going. All right. So we always start the show to get the conversation going with a question of the week. And we've kind of alluded to this, but tomorrow is Groundhog Day. Oh, Lord. Big celebration over here at the uh, Buckaloo House. You know, we get up early and we watch and see what the uh, groundhog's doing. But I wanted to hear from you. What do you think the absolute most ridiculous holiday is? I'm not allowed to say Groundhog Day. I'm just kidding. Make the case. Make the case. Is it from a movie? I have no idea what it is. Groundhog Day is a legit holiday. Mm -hmm. So the movie was made because of the holiday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it, it happens in Pennsylvania every year, and there's a groundhog that they bring out, and if he sees a shadow, I think what there's six extra weeks of winter. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, winter's over. So, and it, it's true. I mean, that, that's how it works. So, I'm so confused. It's yeah. fine. So, the most ridiculous holiday. Yeah, and it could be one of those made-up ones that you hear. Like, there are so many of those because I look those up and I put a calendar together. Joe's doing her research right yeah, now. Yeah, I am because she I didn't is. know if it had to be an international or a national holiday, or if it had it was just like a holiday. It just needs to be. A holiday that you can tell, talk about and tell us why it's most ridiculous holiday. I mean, I, I'll say tax day because no one actually listens to that. Like they're like, oh, my taxes are due today. And then like the day before, like, crap, my taxes are due. And then they turn them in a couple weeks later. But I'm going to find a better one too. Okay. I'm going to say Valentine's Day. Heard that, yeah. Um, Only because I feel like at my age, it's an amateur night, and you can never get a (laughs) reservation somewhere. It's so So annoying. You know, you show your love throughout the year. So I agree. It's amateur night. Amateur night is that is exactly what it should be called: amateur night day. If you want to, because as somebody coming from restaurants. That is the worst day of the year. Mm-hmm. It is so awful. People don't know what it's like. They haven't been to a restaurant in their life. Right. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and flowers are more expensive. Can, Everything. Do it the week before. I don't know you if you guys like realize this as like people don't do restaurants all the time, but like, do you know? Just guess how many phone calls I get day of Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve, whatever. It's like, hey, I forgot to make a reservation. You guys have like two at seven. Like, oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me just open up our parking lot for you. Like, in what world did you think that you could wait to the day up for these things? I, this is this is kind of bad. But on for New Year's Eve, um, somebody was like, hey, can you get me in at 7 o'clock? I was like, I'm going to do you one better, buddy. Why don't you find somewhere else to go tonight? I'm going to go ahead and set your, your Valentine's Day reservation for you. <laughs> and he didn't think it was as funny as I did. And I was like, I'm trying to help you out, bro, because clearly you have some <laughs> scheduling issues. <laughs> well, do you have one, Joe? Did anything come up in your research? There are just so many holidays. There's so many. <laughs> I'm trying to think which one's the most ridiculous, but there's so many. All right. In high school, I made this thing. Well, this is a real holiday, but we kind of drew it out. But it's called Lumpy Rug Day. Stop. Yeah. Lumpy Rug? Lumpy Rug Day. And it kind of made a big R-U-G? deal about it. R-U-G? R-U-G, like rug. Like what you stand on and huh. put in your living Lumpy room. Lumpy Rug. Yeah. Because it's absolutely ridiculous, but it was like a national holiday, you know, one of those calendars, Lumpy Rug Day, so. We brought our rugs in and we, we did things with them. Like what'd you do? Aladdin oh. style and <laughs> Aladdin. Well, I don't know where your mind was going. <laughs> <laughs> Aladdin style. A whole new world. Yeah, right. I can't I can't think of anything else. So I guess I went with Groundhog Day because I didn't get it. <laughs> and going back to my original Groundhog Like are Groundhogs Day. is it just an America thing? Are the, do well, they it's, it's it's in Pennsylvania. So it's, it's a, definitely an American. It's a Punxsutawney. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, that's hard to say. How do people know stuff? But there's also know? Staten Island Chuck. What? They're yeah. trying to have a second groundhog? A second opinion? He is a second groundhog. <laughs> and he is a second opinion. And what? some people go with him. What if it's 50-50? It happens. Man. Punxsutawney wins out, I think. 
Well, yeah. What's National Tartan Day? I think you need to know what a tartan is. Well, yeah. It's not a public holiday. Businesses do have normal hours, in case you're wondering. (laughs) It's on April the 6th. It's a parade that occurs in major cities like New York uh, with bagpipes and Scottish music. So I guess it's a Scottish holiday that we celebrate here in the States, specifically New York. So if you're into it, coming up on April 6th, National Tartan Day. I mean, I love that we have a lot of those. Like, I like how we as America celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Oh, we celebrate it hard. That's fun. <laughs> that's a personal or fave. Or St. Patrick's Day. We're yeah. celebrating that too. It's fine. We got to move on. We do have to move on. All right. So now that we got all the formalities out of the way, let's go ahead and talk about it. So we had a couple events last week. Uh, we'll start with the Visit Orlando FAM. So, Joe, you were part of this, right? I was. Three days of action-packed information. Uh, this was Tuesday through Thursday of last week from 9 a.m. to 12.30. So a little bit of a commitment to your time. But I think that Visit Orlando did an amazing job. You nailed it, huh? They nailed it. So they basically um, had most of the major hotels in the iDrive convention area, you know, type of situation there. So you've got Hilton Orlando, you've got the Hyatt Regency, you've got all of the Rosens there, JW and Bonnet Creek, Orlando World, you know, all of those types of, of hotels. Uh, the convention center had a little bit of a, of a peak there. You talked about the um, different parks that we have, Universal Orlando SeaWorld. I forgot the Renaissance was in there. So just a lot of those location-centric places we're able to really showcase number one what they're doing and all the renovations that they've had this past year so everybody was like which is like a ton like holy moly it's crazy what they were able to do and that's why i jumped on like i'm not a planner but i wanted to see where we're at right i want to know where we are where we are and what i can refer to people if they're looking for something specific so i jumped on and there were over 200 people that were on this fan which i thought was a really great you know showcase and they're coming from uk across the u.s like all over the place not just here in orlando so a really good a really good presentation from visit orlando to be able to showcase all of these venues i would say for me love seeing the renovations of the renaissance at sea world they just completed their atrium there are 60,000 square feet um, of space there so i i think that they did a really great job and obviously all those big hitters they they, they're nailing it right now. And they talked about their safety protocols and everything that they are doing to keep all of their guests safe. And uh, I think Orlando is really moving in the right direction. You can you can clearly see above any other city what Orlando is doing, and that's what's important. All right. So I, I happened to listen to the uh, South Florida panel. They had like their CVB. So Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and West Palm Beach got together and did a panel. I do some business down there, so I thought it might be interesting. And I've always, I've kind of wondered. I mean, they really haven't started doing meetings back there. I haven't really gotten any calls about anything down in South Florida. Everything's kind of been here in Orlando or maybe Tampa. But they are, they are starting to get those calls. They are starting to see that a lot of people are having what they call virtual meeting fatigue, which I think we all have and we all experience that. And they said that they actually didn't do too bad. Most of their hotels didn't do too bad uh, through the pandemic because they have a lot of leisure. Uh, opportunities. Mm-hmm. So the beach, they have the like beach hotels in Miami are actually, uh, most of them are open back up and doing very well. So they see a lot of opportunity and a lot of um, future bookings are happening there. So right. Well, it's really nice too, because the time that they were open and ready was the time people from up north want to come down. So November to through January, like that's going to be when all of your snowbirds really want to be here. So um, I like to see that they're opening back up and they're able to accept people. That's, that's fantastic. We're all moving in the right direction. So did you happen to catch that Selena was on with Emily Smith this week? Hey, oh. What is she calling the, the things? Is, is it have a name? or It's New Year, Now What? 
New Year Now What? And it's so, sponsored by Climbing in Heels, which is Emily Smith's speaking platform. So what happened in that? Tell us about that event. Thanks. So I love how on the script, again, this is where we were having a private conversation beforehand, <laughs> and he puts it on the script as if it's for the whole world. That's cute. <laughs> David um, does this. But it was uh, when, last Wednesday at 7.30 a.m. and it was, cho- That was you that chose that time? Yes. Yeah. She gave me two options, seven or three, and three is between nine to five, so no. Not going <laughs> to 7.30 it is. That morning, I was like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to put makeup on, but I'll put on a little bit of glitter in my eyes. So I put glitter on my eyes, and I think I had an allergic reaction. <laughs> and so the whole time, my eyes were like puffy and watering and crying, so I kept touching my eyes, but I didn't want to say anything. It was also my first time actually going live on Instagram. I joined her live, so I don't know if that counts, but we, it was the third time that it worked. So the first time it didn't work, second time it didn't work and then we tried it again so it was a great start to the morning but uh, the topic was about survivor's guilt because I am someone who went through the entire pandemic with my job and I'm grateful and blessed and thankful for that but obviously I had emotions too I just felt like I couldn't talk to anybody about them throughout the pandemic because I I thought other people had it worse and it was all in my head and so we talked about what happened for us who had jobs so somebody wants to catch this full conversation. It's not just a live. It's recorded somewhere, lives somewhere. So it lives on IGTV because it was recorded on Instagram. It's on cl- the Climbing in Heels account, which is climbing.in.heels. She shared experts. Emily has shared little experts of it on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, and also her Instagram. I think that's where I saw the just the clip. So. Yeah. Uh, NACE event. I don't think any of us got to go out to that. It was my birthday, so I wasn't there. Oh, but hey. it looked fun. It looked beautiful. Yeah. Um, all the pictures were – I mean, it looked like we're in 2019 again. You know, it's like we didn't oh, skip what a beat. good time to be alive. January started and NACE and all of the sponsors and all of the volunteers that put that event together, it was beautiful. And obviously, I want to give credit to this lust hotel but it wasn't just the celeste it was the linen and the tableware and the floral centerpieces and everybody there and networking and it looked amazing so yeah i guess we'll have to get out to that february event that they have yes february 23rd <laughs> at dubstrad put it on the books you heard it here first all right so we need to move into the nine to five and we have the fairy job mother here yeah to talk about all the available jobs so these were all jobs that were posted within like the last two days but again i'm currently recording on friday um so just make sure you're on the lookout for all of those the first one is the wyndham hotels and resorts is looking for the wyndham orlando resort specifically they're looking for a guest services agent wyndham destinations is hiring a manager of brand programs and resource management crescent hotels and resorts is looking for a convention service manager starbright staffing is hiring an event sales and marketing assistant Universal Orlando Resort is looking for a senior manager of sales for the travel industry sales specifically. Lake Nona Wave Hotel under Coral Tree Hospitality, they're hiring a marketing manager. Lake Nona Wave Hotel? Yeah, it was one of the hotels that had just opened at the beginning of 2020. Crestline Hotels and Resorts is looking for an operations manager. Disney Parks Experiences and Products is looking for a logistics system process and integration manager. Sounds like my dream job just with all those words. Right. But it would be at Disney. Um, (laughs) I don't know if I love it as much as other people love it. You know, I don't have like that heart. Anyway. Your heart um, is pure and I love it. Thank you. Uh, The Carolina Executive is looking for an event coordinator. What is that? I actually had to look them up because I don't know them, but it's a legit job. Their mission. North Carolina or something? So it's just called the Carolina Executive is the name of the company. And what's interesting is their mission statement says that 
they ensure that their clients' exponential growth targets by hiring, so they want to hire, train, and develop the right team of executives while increasing their market share by 400%, which I thought was That's a very mission. unique. Good, yeah. right, That's what they're sharing. GameStop or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this event coordinator would obviously manage all the events for this organization. Crew is hiring an event coordinator as well. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts, specifically La Quinta by Wyndham, is looking for an assistant general manager, and this is out by UCF. Uh, Pyramid Hotel Group is looking for a front desk agent. Disney, again, Parks Experiences and Products, is looking for a creative producer for AR and VR. So I was thinking of all those AV industry people who might have this talent could go to this job. And that's all I have. That's that's quite a lot. Yeah, was, there's so many things out there. I lost count after 15, so I think <laughs> maybe 20. If you're looking for a job, they're definitely here. You might just have to change around some words that you're searching or titles or you know, just open up a little bit. I, I throw marketing things in there, even though I know we have hospitality degrees, but I think marketing is creative and it goes hand in hand with what we do. So check it Absolutely. out. Absolutely. All right. So moving on to promos, we have over the edge in not even two weeks. It's yeah. Coming, next well, two week. week. Yeah. Is it next week? Mm, the 12th. It happens. So yes. Yeah, it happens yeah. next week. Wow. Okay. So that's with Teresa El Sayed. She is going to be our repeller or jumper. Yes. Our repeller. She's probably going to repel. Yeah, she's not really going to I don't think she'll jump. Yeah. She loves life. Yeah. <laughs> but that's – so we just heard now it's like definitely going to be at 8 a.m. Yeah. So she is arriving at 7, which I misunderstood. So that's my bad. But she is arriving at 7 and she'll repel near 8. So come and hang out with us. 745. We'll be out there. Dave will be there earlier be, if you're an early very bird. Early. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring Get your coffee and bring your networking skills because we can't wait to see everyone. Yeah. You probably have to wear your mask too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, bring your mask. Bring your mask. Be ready to watch her jump off the Hyatt, and then we'll interview her after poolside. Very good. Yep. Moving on to weddings. Yeah. So, so uh, this was they, she just got engaged. Yeah. So okay. a week or so ago, we just <laughs> talked about Lisa Stoner. So congratulations on her engagement was the announcement. Now we're here to tell you congratulations on her marriage. Uh, Lisa Stoner is now Lisa Lyons. I loved her cute little, you know, we're now the dandelions post and all of the amazing pictures we were able to see of this intimate wedding ceremony. I'm not doing the marriage thing right. <laughs> if you find the right guy, you just, you know, get him this in right like away. It's like a three week turnaround. I'm like a three year turnaround. Like, <laughs> What is happening? Aaron, you know what time it is? What? This is our favorite. Uh oh. What is it? Sports ball with Selena. Oh, <laughs> Are you a big sports fan, Aaron? Uh, I'm kind of like Selena. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Then you're going to love this. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you'll learn something. You might be confused the whole time, but let's see what we All have. Right, Selena. What's going on in the world of sports? Uh huh. So UCF's Danny White left. That was last week's news. So we oh. talked about that, and now a different person, Josh Huepel, followed nice. him. Josh Hypo. Uh huh. <laughs> so it might be typed wrong. I don't know. Um, anyway, so Josh, so UCF is in a free fall because they're losing people, but they're just losing like admin people, not like players. So I think it's fine. So who is Josh Hypo? Josh is a guy who went to like Tennessee or something. Georgia? Tennessee. That's very good. Yeah, that's where he is now. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to Tennessee. He was the head coach of the football team. Head coach of our football team. Yeah. Like, what do you? How? How can I be a player and have loyalty to the team, but then the coach doesn't? Like, I'd like to clarify. Selena said they're just like admin and stuff, <laughs> so they don't really matter. They're not like players. <laughs> so, well, the head coach. Come on. So then, did the people below get a promotion? No, it's not. They're going to bring in a oh. big guy for that. Most, they don't just usually promote. Usually, when the head coach leaves, he takes all of his staff with him. So eventually, they're all going to end up at Tennessee. So it's going to be a clean slate of coaches, more than likely at UCF. Actually. You know. So my only like real life experience of this is a show I watch because The Rock is in it. 
and they do ballers? ballers. Yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> and it's like football stuff, so got it. Heard. I'm glad you watched that. I know, that, I know your intention, but I still appreciate <laughs> that you watched that. What else do we have going on? All right. So Magic is at 8-11. What is going on? So I guess they've only won eight out of the last 19 games. That's correct. That's, That's exactly. a lot of games. Just good enough. That's a lot of games. But at the beginning of the season, we said, oh, hey, Magic, what's going on? And now. Still, what's going on? I think they need cheerleaders. We know. Yeah. They need people like clapping. So maybe we should just Go start a, a rally. Oh, yeah, okay. Pay well, maybe maybe we need game. a Reddit subthread of people going to the Magic game to get people there. Maybe the wrong people are going. Yeah. That's yeah. meta. Yeah. Maybe if you want Swag and Repeat to come there and bring up the jams, like we'll Space Jam it all. We'll make yeah. it happen. Space Jam. I love yeah. that. <laughs> love that plan. All right. And also, if you have not heard, I don't know where you've been living, but obviously... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl. They're not even going anywhere. They're just hanging out at home. So what does that mean? Tampa. So tell us about this. Like, why is this a big deal? Because it's the first time ever that for a Super Bowl, the home team is playing at home. Do you know that they're not the home team? Yes, they are. Do you know that they're not the home team? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For the Super Bowl, they're the visiting team. So they go to the visitors' locker room. They don't even get to be in their locker room for the game. What? They have the worst record. Thank you. What? What? Wait, that's how it goes? Whoever has the best record gets to be home? And so they people? were at technically number five, right, going in. And so mm-hmm. like they don't get, they have the visitor's locker room. Well, that's Her face right now. It really doesn't matter. How no, does it does, though. Can you imagine? How does this make sense to any? You have the home field, but you don't have like all of the elements. Wait, that but do they have the, the wait, hold on. But are they, f- oh, no, they flip during the game anyway. Never mind. I mean, they go different ways. Home advantage is. Well, they have the it's home fans. Advantage, but it's, there's no fans there anyway. I mean, there's yeah, like 20, yeah. but there are fans. There's not going to be, be fans. Bucks fans there. Yeah, there will. There will, but there'll probably be just as many. Oh, it'll Chiefs be mixed. Fans. It'll be yeah. like people just like football in general. But I will say that um, Tampa has invited 7,500 first first responders, healthcare workers to come free to the Super Bowl. Yeah, because my, my nurse friends are invited. Well, they're going to be supporting the visitors. <laughs> so, okay, well that's weird. I'm guys. sorry to have blown your mind. Just now, I just it <laughs> doesn't make. I cannot logic. So I had I, lunch with um, <laughs> Natalie Chung at the Bohemian on uh, last Monday, and Lucky? I said, "What's up?" Lucky, I know, right? Yeah. Um, I just site visit with her and uh, caught up with her, and it was it was incredible. But I remember sitting at lunch with her and saying, "I can't," because she was talking about a sports ball, and I said, <laughs> "Oh, I've got a little nugget for Selena that I can't wait to drop next week." And she was like, "What is it?" And I told her, and she was like, "Also with her face doing what Selena did," and I, I was like, "Okay, good, it's gonna work." <laughs> I'm sorry, Selena. I had to. I think I might. My next job might be for like the NFL. Actually, for all sports in general. I'll just oversee all of them. Yeah. And I'll fix stuff like that. Because that's wrong. No. (laughs) And I'll fix stuff like that. This can't happen. No. No. (laughs) Anyway, so that's going to be a great game coming up uh, next week. uh, This weekend. Can we get a prediction? Who do you think is going to win? Obviously, Bucks. I've already called it. The red one. called it last week. Do cheese have red in them? They're both red. Come on, guys. Why do they all have red in them? It, anyway, I hate that too, and, I, and this is like just a, an aesthetic thing for me. But like, I hate when both teams that are playing are similar in color. I hate it. And then they have to wear like their other jerseys. Well, Tampa could wear the orange jerseys. They could go. They, their throwbacks, See? or they could wear their black ones too. But 
they have like they have that. options, but that's why I like when they like the Seahawks play because no one's got those colors. They <laughs> like that neon green. Yeah, I remember when they were in the Super Bowl, they showed up in those neon green. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. That was awful. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> it was like 2012 or something, 11. But yeah, all right. All right, we got to move on to uh, in the biz. So Amway and Camping World Stadium. I guess this is also sports ball. Yeah, what's new there? They're, this just came clean? out. It just came out. <laughs> they are clean. <laughs> okay. This just came out last week, and I again we were talking about uh, Carlin Trouble earlier, and I went and sent her a message the amway center and camping world stadium both got their g back so as you may be familiar with the g back that the orange county convention center has achieved now these two venues also have that with an accreditation for safe events able to be held at their venues i love it court is also g back certified so i'm very familiar with the certification do you I have don't, those i letters? do not personally okay. have it yeah. no <laughs> but she has like all the other acronyms so she's fine yeah, it's probably in there. She might not even realize she actually has She's it. She's like, can I spell that with my C-M-P-C-M-B-S-A-K-A-W-L? <laughs> Every letter. <laughs> Honorary PhD. Yes. Still put in the universe. Okay. So guess what starts today? Oh, God. Did you run this morning? I did. You did? I did. I'm so proud of you. I know. Yes. Well, and you want to know the reason that I did? I do. I do want to know the because reason. Because Aaron Cook showed up. To the podcast <laughs> with some additional gifts for me, which were supposed That's to be some a great joke, swag. But I took it seriously, man. I've got these sports beans. <laughs> those are good. I they're energized. Do you? Oh, they're yeah, for those real. Are good. Yeah. I really? Oh, work. they're good. Okay. Can I just use these in the middle of the day just for anything? You um, could. Energizing jelly beans. If you guys haven't seen these bad boys, I mean, <laughs> you're missing out. It's a jelly belly. In addition, and I've seen these on like people that do marathons. This energy gel, like basically, it's candy in a little vessel here that you just put in your pocket and then you get to enjoy it at any time. I have um, a head tie for my sweating needs for me to go ahead and, and run. She's going to sweat a lot. I am. Well, it's 60 out. Well, who knows? And then I also have wristbands. So I'm going to not only be running, I'm running in style. And I'm quite proud, and I will shoot a picture onto the internet with all of my swag. Well, thanks for doing that, Erin, because I think you're going to motivate her now. This is 28 days. 28 days. You have to do a physical activity every single day, a dedicated physical activity. Of at least a mile. I walked my dog or I walked to Mm -hmm. Disney or something like that. Something that you do not normally do in your normal schedule. And if you are listening here on Monday, you still have time to jump on board. We'd love for you to be a part of it. We have like 15 people, 20 people in our group. I think I I said at least a mile last time, but I'm going to shake it up and say it could be an hour or a mile. An hour. So I'm going to dance for an hour probably. Uh, I think 30 minutes. Dance for an hour, girl. I love That's a long time. I can dance for like 12 hours straight and it's Do you five. dance while you're working? I could if I got up off my seat, but I'm working. <laughs> you know, Selena, I do that every morning. Yeah. You dance? Got, oh, yeah. I love yeah. dancing. I've got my Spotify list and mm-hmm. with the pandemic, I've been putting it on, blasting it in my kitchen. Yes. Yeah. Every morning, 20 so minutes and it gets you going. Do you, have a, do you have a headband that you put on? Your no, wristbands? I need to oh. get pretty What's on your Spotify headband? list? Like what are, what, oh, what are we everything. listening to? Depends currently, on the mood. Currently, yeah, let's body. Body oh. yaddy yaddy yaddy. If that doesn't get you in the mood, I don't know Not what LMFO. What's in your soul? LMFAO. Body. LMFAO. <laughs> Megan <laughs> the Stallion. Is that Eminem? <laughs> no, it's Megan the Stallion. Look I just that. love that you think of you think of Selena. She's this polished individual, and then you look at her playlist, and she's dirty. She's dirty. It just helps motivate you when when I mean. Okay, I'll share my playlist. Maybe Aaron, we'll what's on your playlist? Give me at least two, three songs. Oh my god, I would have to look. You name it, I've got different categories. Whatever I'm in the mood for, I've got the you know '90s, '80s, '70s, current. 
like everything. I even have um, Kermit the Frog on there. Man, you really do. I really do have quite the range. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to give a random shout out just because I feel like it. Champagne's happening. On Spotify, (laughs) check out Our DJ Rocks. Oh, yeah. There's an entire... There's playlists for everything. I don't think there's one for working out, but there's playlists like when you're in the office and you're working or you just want to listen to love songs or anything. Um, there's a m- so many playlists. On we love them over there. there. Cool. Christine is amazing. Okay, so we need to move on to a Walmart. Yep. Oh, Walmart. <laughs> Any news with Walmart? <laughs> Check it off the list. I didn't do anything at Walmart this past oh, – Oh, okay. So potentially I could go to Walmart. And it's because they have these cots that I want for camping. And we potentially might go camping the weekend of Valentine's Day because we want nothing to do with the amateurs. So <laughs> we're, we're like those that couple that's like, how do we get as far away from people as possible? And so we go camping. Um, and PJ goes, do you think it's going to be busy that weekend? And I was like, no, honey, I don't. I don't think it is. Because the first time that we went was like President's Day. And it, there was nobody out there. And it was fantastic. So we're hoping that there's not a big influx of people. We looked at prices everywhere. We usually go to Bass Pro. And that's not the cheapest place. It's not. No, You're right. Oh my God, this place is expensive. Yeah. Well, Great stuff, but wow. Amazing quality, but we're mm-hmm. going to go for something a little less since it's camping and not like hardcore everyday use. So that's my involvement with Walmart. All right. So do you guys know Eileen Antonescu? I sure do. Did you know that she's like a, well, it's not a playwright. What, an actress? Actress, actress? actress yeah. She's an, act- an actress. Yeah, really? Yeah. 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 So she was formerly of Fleming's. Yes. And I think she was doing this the whole time, but I think yeah, she's now she like dived in deep and she's in place. And she's at Sanford this weekend and next weekend, or maybe it was the last, it's probably, as last you're listening, weekend and it's this last weekend, weekend, but you can still catch her this weekend. And she's doing Driving Miss Daisy. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that one? Mm-hmm. That's, it's kind of from me and Aaron's time. Thanks. We know exactly what it is. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> calling me out. She's I like, called myself out too. So. Aaron's like, that's in your time, brother. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes, it runs through February fourteenth. Also, oh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, nice little. I could just see that as a lover story. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a love, it's a love story. But you can go see her there, and uh, I'll try and post something like this, something about this on our Facebook page. But um, I'm not sure what she is. She's is she Miss Daisy or is she? Is there other actors? You have never to go actually to find seen out. That, so. You got to go find the driver. She could be Morgan Freeman. Is that not how it works? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we all have a play to go to this weekend. Yes. So we have um, to see that in Sanford. This weekend, there's also the ballet at the hmm, – there's a ballet. You know, oh, Moulin Rouge ballet. That's a ballet? <laughs> it's now a ballet. Yeah, at the Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. It's this weekend. Okay. I don't have tickets let's, yet. Let's go. Absolutely. So we did talk about this already, but Valentine's Day is coming up, or Amateur Day. Yep. This we is talked PSA. about that on the show, right? Or was that yeah, the show? We no, did? it was okay. on the show. So for the fellows that are listening, Randy Lowe from Lo and Behold mm-hmm. has a special, and I saw this, that you can basically get like their flowers or something like that. Like okay. they'll, I don't know, what you, what do you call it? Like a an arrangement? An arrangement. Sure. Yes, you mm-hmm. can get them to do an arrangement for you, and they do like spectacular oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. And the price is a lot less than what you would pay if you ordered Really? Them. Yeah, it's like That's $50 the biz. versus Randy like 100 Lowe. bucks. That's cheap. Yeah, it's like 50-something bucks, and it's their, their edition. I think he even has like a discount code, so. Wow. Well, previous guest Randy Lowe yeah. showcasing it out for all you men out there, women, Everybody Tell wants to, yeah. yeah, give, well, or buy your man flowers. Give hey. anyone flowers you want to. Anyone that means something to you, PSA right here, right now. Check out Randy Lowe, lo and behold. And if you're not into flowers, there's the uh, Four River Salad. Oh, that's what I'd rather have. <laughs> 
<laughs> Selena, tell us about this salad that uh, John Rivers created. I love how this made it as a story for the week. <laughs> it um, looks delicious. But I am Facebook friends with John Rivers and on his personal account. I didn't know you were that close. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is not okay. a public thing. It wasn't on Four Rivers. But anyway, on his personal account, he posted this picture of this super meaty, steaky, carnivorous 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 sandwich and it looked amazing meat on top of meat on top of meat and it was like bigger than my entire hand could hold and his caption was hilarious he wrote i keep trying to make a salad but i'm doing something wrong (laughs) so it was just funny so is that going to be available to get at the store because that looks delicious i mean i can send you a screenshot of his facebook well ask him your buddies you're getting his dms or whatever it's probably in the comments slide into the dms i forgot how the kids are doing it these days come on you're hipper than that (laughs) yeah so i mean you could show up at i guess four rivers and say i want this hi i'd like your salad please i'll take the chef's salad so it's time for our guests Yay. And you guys wanted Yay. to introduce our guests. So so I we were speaking uh, prior to the episode, and we were talking about how last week we had Adrian Six. And you said, well, how the heck am I going to follow that? I mean, right. everyone loves Adrian. She's hilarious. And I, we have no doubt that you'll be just as entertaining. But what is something that you two have in common, you and Adrian Six? So Adrian, yes, we E-Square did the first event over at Topgolf. Um, we did the first buyout. So it was a learning process for Adrian and her team and our team as well. So, yeah. We I bet had you that. they did a good job, though, even though it was the first They time. did a great job. But yeah. it definitely was a learning curve. I mean, we had to figure out pulling in the buses and, you know, all of that good stuff. But they did a great job. It was a spectacular. So that was – they've been open for, what, three years now? Uh, less than, like two and a half. Because really? we – Oh, wait, no, it's three. It I think is it's three. about three. Yeah, like 18, right, is when they opened. I feel like it was – didn't we go to the opening? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it probably. was either December of 17 or January of 18 is when they opened. Okay. Well, they've done a ton since then, so thanks for starting the trend. Yeah. I'll, I'll, on behalf yeah. of Adrian Six and Topgolf, she says thank you. That's, um, I love those little <laughs> tiny – like, not tiny, but I love those claim to fames that we get oh, yeah. to have in Orlando being in this industry. Yeah. It's all the amazing things that like, oh, did you know that one time I did this? And it's cool to have those. That one time I jumped off the higher Regency. So this isn't about me. Let's talk about Aaron. We were talking, obviously, beforehand, and I thought one of the fascinating things was kind of how you got started and some of the early jobs you took in your career. Maybe you can tell us about Oh, gosh. <laughs> your, your claim to fame. In my other life. I mean, there was, there was two, I guess, uh, dashes with uh, – with some fame, fame and, yeah. And movie, you're a movie star and oh, you I don't know about did that, commercials or infomercials I mean, or something. Or, well, so. when I moved to Florida and I had no money, mm-hmm. it's more like it. But um, I had some friends that were in the industry, in the film industry, and they said there's a fast way for you to make like 500 bucks. And you're like, no, I'm day. not into that. Like, this sounds, really, <laughs> this <laughs> sounds very sketchy, but tell but me I'm more. In. Tell me more. <laughs> uh, I did infomercials, so probably about 10 of them. But you got paid 500 bucks. And if you did a good job, you could be in and out of there in like 15 minutes. So it's worth it. 500 yeah. bucks. Do you happen to remember like one of the ones you did? Oh, Maybe yes. give us a little skit oh, real quick. Yes. Oh, gosh. I can't um, wait. I, I did a bird feeder. Oh, yeah. I can't do that one. A bird <laughs> I feeder? Can't do birds. <laughs> wait, did they have real birds? No. Okay. Oh, thank mm, God. No, 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 no. I had to fill it with bird seed, though. So, and I had a, a little <laughs> daughter showing her how I poured the bird seed in. Um, but wait, I did, there's more. There's more. <laughs> I did a salad spinner car wash and a tongue cleaner that was fun a tongue yeah they did a close-up of me cleaning my tongue so that was really fun like a tongue cleaner i'm just gonna go ahead and search (laughs) for that one later that'll be it almost looks like a little cheese grater oh Oh, i don't want that mine (laughs) i have one but mine's not a cheese grater. i don't want that on my tongue 
ouch. Okay. But also, you were in like a major movie of, again, you're and I time, not Slainer. I okay. know this. Thanks again, Dave. Sure. Keep rubbing I'm going to look it up because I'm pretty sure. Uh, we're in okay. our 30s, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, while so. I was doing the infomercials, I found out about there's something about Mary was filming in South Florida, and I used to live in South Florida. Which is a great movie. If you, I don't know. It was you in 1998. Yeah. Thank you. I yeah. was definitely alive. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked it up. You just I came to America like I the year before. I was not only yeah. alive, I understood it. Okay? Oh. It's a classic. <laughs> it is so funny. You can watch it nowadays. It's funny. So, yes. So, they were looking for a stand-in. And what a stand-in does, they go out and actually plot out the whole scene for the actors so that they're not wasting their time with the lighting and the directors. So, pretty much for like seven hours. I was the guinea pig. And then the actresses and actors would come in. Or it's all actors now, not actresses. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, oh, yeah. they would come in and then do the scene. But we'd wear the same outfits and um, you had to be the same weight, height. So Sarah Silverman was the person I stood in for and what for is she about in? a week. She's, in... she's a comedian. Yeah, she's hilarious. Yeah, I'm trying to So think. yeah, she and I weighed the same, same height. And so they're like, you. So... But then That's you were also up. in the movie, right? I was in the movie. You can see me in one of the scenes. Yeah, I'm in a doctor jacket. Up. It's the scene where Cameron Diaz and Cameron Diaz hasn't seen Ben Stiller in years. And, and they're he, in Miami. And they're in Miami yeah. and he yells to her and she comes down the stairs and you can see me standing there in a doctor jacket and a clipboard. So just a little tidbit. It was so much fun. That is fun. Okay. So move. let's move it on. So eventually you came up to Orlando. Yes. Right. And you got a call from Selena's boss. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so I worked, hear about this. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I would say, uh, so we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary this month. Woo-hoo. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. That's Thanks awesome. You a decade of greatness. It's a decade. <laughs> so we were reminiscing about some of the events, and someone asked me at the office, what's your favorite event you've ever done? And this event was by far my favorite. Got a phone call from a gentleman. And he said, I want to do a birthday party for 20 people. And I thought, oh, great. Here yeah, we go. Do no social. money. Let yeah. me see who I can give them to because I don't do birthdays or socials. And then he got talking and he's like, money's no object. And I'm like, okay, this is a prank phone call and it's my brother. That I'm never happened. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm about to hang up on. We don't even answer the phone nowadays. Right. So, yeah, so I, you could have texted me this. you know? Right, right. Well, I was playing along with it thinking, okay, what can I do here? But I almost hung up on him. Thank God I didn't. <laughs> Because it, it was a legit call, and he said, what, what would you do if money was no object? And I said, I would own the castle at Disney. I would have dinner there. I'd have fireworks. I would own the park for and the this, night. And like, this has never had – at that point, it had never even been done, right? Right, okay. right. <laughs> so he goes, well, give me a price and call me back. And I thought, whoa, okay, this <laughs> is legit. So I he gave me his phone number, and he was from Omaha, Nebraska. 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 Omaha. It ended up being uh, the gentleman from Berkshire Hathaway. And they told me that the year prior, so apparently these guys get together, the board, every year, and they have a birthday party. And they all bring their spouses. And, and the a year, million dollars each. Yeah. So. <laughs> just drop, drop in the bucket. Yeah. But the year before, they had gone to Africa, and they had an entire tribe of 400 people perform for them. So Wow. Yeah. So we ended up making it happen. It was absolutely incredible. We did the whole play of Cinderella 
So we owned the castle. Like acted out live. Like live. Yeah. Like Aaron like didn't act it out. Like the, the Disney no. actors yeah. took she this one home. Together. No. Yeah. She right. sat in the back. I was hiding behind the corner, peeking right. out. Yeah. Like going, holy like, oh, crap, I, I can't freak out doing this. the whole yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. But yes, yeah, so the fr- the salad came out, the first entree, and there was Cinderella with her brush scrubbing the floor. You know, and then Which happens on. in the movie for the for those of us that are like, <laughs> oh, for, Cinderella <laughs> people. Like that's you know, Dave's it's the rubbing movie, it yes. in again. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Gus, 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 Gus. <laughs> yeah, and then the, the next course would come out, and the stepsisters are yelling at her, and then it it progressed from there. Mm-hmm. At the very end, the ballroom scene was in the back where the carousel is. So there was probably fifty couples with the you know the big beautiful oh. ball gowns. Oh, you guys, it was incredible. Stunning. The pumpkin came out. The white horses, uh, Prince Charming on the white horse. Uh, they opened up the pumpkin and doves were released. I mean, it was so pretty. It's like, like yeah. out of a movie, but like more. But literally like out of a, a movie. Like a They're all seen in 1956. Like, bam, like you could yeah. put them in a play or something. You guys, I couldn't believe I was like trying not to cry. I'm like, holy moly, I can't believe yeah. I'm doing this. So anyway, so the whole thing ended. They got on the carousel, took a ride. Then we brought them out front and we did the entire electric parade. Um, wow. It was 200 characters with Disney for 20 people. Wow. That yeah. is huge. Got him into a carriage, brought him to the end. Um, I'd retire after that. I, I, I did the best, you, best event of the life. <laughs> that's what I'm yeah. saying. How can you top that? Right. So and that's the like, thing is like every client that you have, especially when they're repeat clients, every year they say, okay, do more, better, top it. Right. Do something more. How do you top that? Right. Well, right. Shanghai. Right. <laughs> well, and then at the end, um, the gentleman that had the party was standing there talking to Warren Buffett. And he goes, Aaron, get over here. I was hiding behind the building. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so they had me over there, gave me a drink. And the three we sat there and talked. So I'm talking to Warren Buffett. Wow. And I was shaking so no bad. I was deal. spilling my drink everywhere. I was like <laughs> trying to co- – I had two hands on my drink. But it was – that was probably one of the highlights That's of epic. my career. I would have it taken was, the next – Four to eight weeks off because I <laughs> nailed well, it. I mean, obviously, you didn't retire from there. So no. this is before you started your business, right? right? Yep. Right. So how did that? How did that come? Did it come from this? You're like, wow, I can put this I got on. I'm so I, creative. I have yeah. my own business. Bam. No, you know, you guys, I've always loved events. I, I feel like I've always wanted to do events my whole life since I was five. I was the one in the neighborhood doing all the fairs and carnivals, and so um, then in in college. Um, I was the hospitality director, so any events that came in, I, you know, I there's a lot of things that I, I haven't gotten right, but that's one. It's yeah. knowing what I want to do for sure. That's so, half the battle, right that's there. That's half the battle. Yeah. yeah. So, did it in college. I've worked with worked for other people over the years, and I'm like, I'm making a lot of people money, <laughs> but not what me. am I doing? <laughs> and my dad's an entrepreneur. My brother's an entrepreneur, and my dad finally said, you know, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, eventually. I want to. I want to. Eventually, I, eventually yeah. I want to own my own business. And he's like, "Well, why are you waiting for eventually?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, "You're right. Wow, yeah. I got to do it. I just got to do it." And I had a lot of people ask me when I started, "Well, what's your backup plan?" And that would piss me off. Absolutely, I had no backup plan. Yeah, I was going to make it work. Yeah, at whatever cost, and I did. Yeah, so that. That's one I thing I would it. say. And don't don't have a backup plan. Later. Don't have a backup plan. Yeah, no contingency plan. You're yeah. all in. You don't need a There's a lot of people that are really good and probably way better than me, but they're too afraid. So right. sometimes you just got to go for it and figure it out as you go. 
that, so that would be my true. advice. Fast forward ten years. Yes. What are right. maybe some of the uh, the things that maybe you would have done differently now that you have the business and the things you've learned from that maybe others can? I would say, like I said, sometimes you just got to go for it and learn as you go. And even now, you know, with everything with COVID, we've had people requesting, you know, um, virtual events drive through events and they're like have you done them of course not none of us have <laughs> Who would know? I, took yeah. the course. I took the night you know, I did one in 2018 just for kicks you want to do that <laughs> right, like, right. so uh, you know and they're like well can you do it i'm like well yeah i can yeah. we'll figure it out a drive through so, yeah i went to call or i went to high school i can figure it out you know <laughs> so yeah i would say just not being afraid just going for it and you figure it out as you go i mean definitely have a, a marketing plan and yeah. a strategic plan but like I said, some people put too much thought into things and then don't go for it. Sometimes you just got to jump in. So I think that's one of my biggest that's some pieces solid of advice. advice. I agree with that. Secondly, I would say the people that I thought would help me were not the ones that ended up helping me. Mm-hmm. The big talkers didn't help me at all. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, when you start your own business, call me. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't help you. It was the people that I didn't expect that helped me. They're like, so, new phone, who dis? <laughs> yeah, don't rely on the people that say they'll help you, you know. Well, and you you also find out who is really there for you and who's there just for words or for the praise and, you know, to say that they were. Right. Actions mean more. And I think, too, at the beginning, you take what you can get. Mm -hmm. You know, like I would get a DJ and maybe a balloon centerpiece, and I would take so many pictures and make it look like it was an event for like 5,000 people. You know what I mean? You just smoke and mirrors until you make it. And so, you know, I'd be like, oh, yeah, we had a great event. You know, so at the beginning, you take what you can get. And then now we can be a little bit more picky. Yeah, that's the nice thing because I, I kind of mirror you with, you know, I've been in, in my business for about 10 years. And at the beginning, yeah, taking anything you can get, any little piece of business, and now you're you're more selective or yes. you know what's going to maybe make you more money and you yeah. kind of focus on those. And if the other ones are simple, you might still do them. But if not, you know, you can look the other way. Right. So but, you mentioned um, currently with COVID, you've talked obviously about vir- virtual and hybrid events, but drive throughs I saw recently a drive through that was super well done from what I could tell. Again, maybe it was just smoke and mirrors. It actually went it well. It looked very creative. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about what was unique in that? Yeah. Situation? That was actually a local client, Orlando Health. They're Heard one of, of our local clients. Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they had an opening of a new hospital, Horizons West. And initially it was going to be a live event for mm-hmm. about, they expected probably up to about 1,500 people. Oh, wow. A month out it switched to virtual so we were starting to do some video footage. And then they called us two weeks prior and said, nope, it's going to be drive-through. <laughs> so it. talking about the word of the, the moment yes. is pivot. Yeah. So we were like, pivot, pivot, pivot. Yeah. Um, like, if we pivot again. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry, back uh, we're all, all going to fall out of the sky. Yes. It's going to be great. Exactly. So, uh, But it was great because, you know, our team, we went over there immediately, plotted out the course, met with the police department. And so now we have that under our belts that we did a drive through event out there. But we had food truck facades. We had uh, a DJ, the mobile DJ guys mm-hmm. came out, all kinds of vendors. And then we had a lot of their people um, out talking and handing out little giveaways. So it was a huge success. I it was a lot it. of fun. Okay. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Tell us a little bit about your team because I got to meet all three. Well, three, I mean, there might be more than three. I don't know. But I met there, Kristen yeah. and I met uh, Emily. Uh, at the holiday party. So tell mm-hmm. us about, if you, I don't know, maybe you have some more. <laughs> we do, we do. Yeah, Kristen's <laughs> been with me since the beginning. So she's our account service person, pretty much operations. Emily uh, is our creative service person. She is so good. She's awesome. I mean, theme parties, anything creative is 
Emily. She lights up. We have Melissa, who does our marketing, and she does all our social media. Uh, Carmela does our transportation. So those are kind of our key people. And then we bring people in. You know, we probably got, I don't know. 20 people that we bring in for different events. And then we can work with you, Dave, on yeah. all the um, hospitality stuff. I'm yeah. kind of excited about He's that. like so happy I asked about your team. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Right? We got to talk. <laughs> so. All right. Well, I think we have time for maybe one more question. Did you have anything? If not, I do. Go ahead, Dave. All right. So what do you see kind of the opportunities in the next maybe six to 12 months? Where, where do you think you're heading? Do you think back to virtual or back to uh, in person? Or I would say right now we're definitely embracing the – hybrid. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a lot of the hybrid. The one thing, though, I will say for us has been really cool. We've been doing the hybrid, but doing more of a venue as a backdrop. Like we had an event at Mango's. And I think it works so much better than going in the studio. Yeah. The studio is so flat, you know. Mm-hmm. And this was for 500 people just to see something pretty, the mm-hmm. chandeliers, the colors. So it made it way more engaging. So we're, I would say probably for the next six months, the hybrid. And then the live, like I said, the goalpost keeps moving back for us. We had a couple cancellations this spring. Summer's looking strong, but next year looks crazy for us. So I would say, you know, if we can get through this year and just being creative, doing the virtual, you know, the hybrid stuff, you just have to take what you can get right now. But I think by next year, really, uh, really. But I think (laughs) next year, if we can all just get there, I feel like next year looks like a much better year. You already, it's February 1st. You already made it one month. Just do 11 more of these and we'll be great. That's going to be great. Right. (laughs) That and the PPP loan, which I just applied for. So that's out there now. Yeah. That's, that's a blessing in disguise. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. So anything else that you want to share about E Squared or anything else before we Ooh, switch over? Yeah, yeah. So today, because again, where my brain goes, I needed to know what E Squared meant. What's the second E? Oh, yeah. And we found out. Yes. And well, it's got to it. be E times E if it's squared. Right. Well, it's, yeah. yeah, E2. So it actually means it's the energy symbol. If you see E2 means energy. So it's events with energy is what E2 so is. So clever. It's not like meta. Yeah. I, like it. I love Steve. it. Okay, well, I think we got to move on to events this week, and we do have a few. Uh, so we'll start with the CFWA, which they're going to be at OWPR, which is... If you don't know all these acronyms, you could just leave. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Central Florida Wedding Association is having their members-only event tomorrow evening at Orlando Wedding and Party Rentals. Very exciting. Then Meatballs. I can't make it. But you can't the, make meatballs? No, I'm going out of town tomorrow and Wednesday to Savannah for a project. But PPN is hosting their uh, February lunch at the Meatball Stop on t- Wednesday. Well, you'll see me there. I bet. It's going to be a meatball <laughs> eating contest, media. maybe. So. <laughs> Love it. You just make a contest out of everything. It's going to be a contest. It's great. W- um, Thursday, I'm super excited about this event. It's free. You could tell anybody and everybody about it, but it's geared towards geared. It's called switching gears, but it's meant for anybody who is currently in the hospitality industry, meaning that's what they study. That's what they've worked in. That's what, you know, they like. And if they're furloughed or let go or just looking for something new and different in a different industry, check, definitely check out this free event at 11 a.m. that MPI Orlando is putting on on Zoom called switching gears. All right. So we know about your glittering snafu and your Malfunction. With my are you glitter. still going to have Glittering Hour? I am, yeah. Okay. So uh, the first comeback of Glittering Hour for 2021 is going to be at Rodizio Grill on Wednesday, February 10th at 5.30 p.m. 
If you're out and about that day beforehand, you can always go to I Said Yes at the balcony. It's going to be a lunchtime event. That's a double whammy. I think I'll be at both. Absolutely. Oh, day out with Dave. If you'd like to join him, hit him up. I mean, Rodizio Grill. Like, well, and I said I got yes. Meatballs the, day before, the week before, and then I got meat on a stick that week. I'm, I'm in. All the meats for All you, buddy. <laughs> the following day, we have the iDrive Chamber of Commerce with their February luncheon, and that's going to be at the uh, one of the Rosen Hotels on February 11th. Anything unique about that one? Is it it's, John Stein and Yeah, Icon it's going to be an update on Icon Park and the Starflyer specifically. So John Stein has taken over the Starflyer as well as the new slingshot that's going okay, to so be. Okay, so he took it over. I thought he like moved to that, and I'm like, so he's just doing... Yeah, he's not with Icon Park specifically now. Now he oh. has the Starflyer and the Slingshot are his his projects. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good Good to know that. So we'll get updates from them on where that is going. Next week, I think, if next week is the 16th. No, that sounds like two it's weeks. two weeks away. Two weeks. MPI Orlando is hosting another event. This is the second part of their Reimagining Events for 2021 series. This one is geared towards food and beverage. I'm not sure if the venue is public yet. It hasn't been announced, but it's been talked about. But what does it rhyme with? Mushmo. <laughs> I'm trying not to say it. Larrikin <laughs> Russell. <laughs> anyway, okay, um, right. it's going to be an in-person, <laughs> in-person slash hybrid event. Um, so you can attend virtually or in person. And uh, that's on February 16th. Uh, later in the month, we'll go through these really quickly. Yeah. On the 18th of February, CFHLA is back. On the 23rd, I mentioned earlier, we have Nace Orlando at Dubstred. And GMF at night Ooh. at the Aloft and Element, Susie Brady's new hotels. Lots Competing. more to come in March and April. It's already on the books, so it is shaping up to be a wonderful spring for everyone. I can't believe I'm talking about spring already. Here we are, 2021, making money moves. I think that's it. Well, who do we have next week? We never think to look. I think it's Laura Lee. It is. It's Laura Lee Shapiro. Yes. Next week, we're back with Laura Lee Shapiro. She's doing like a thousand things now. So She's we have, so busy. We have a lot to talk about. We had her last year. At some point, but it was virtual. So yeah, we did. She's virtual. doing it in person mm-hmm. this time, so we're excited about that. So Laura Lee Shapiro, followed by our Over the Edge Challenge with Teresa on the twelfth, and then we're going back with the Gingerpreneur the following week on February nineteenth. Wow, that's, and then we have more after that. We're not even going to get so much, it, so. so much. Well, yes. thank you guys for listening. I think that's it for us. Anything thank you else? So much, Aaron. No, thanks All for right. having me, you guys. Great stories. That was fun. I had a good time. I guess we should go. Happy February. Have a great week. Groundhog. <laughs> Groundhog. <laughs> Press the button. <laughs> you are listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry.